0: The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network.
1: What's up, everybody? Happy Friday and welcome to Might Be Brews, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. Follow us on your favorite social media platform if you're not already. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our handle is at might be bruise. And also shout out CJ. Check out the new website, mbnnetwork.com. You can get right to our show at mbnnetwork.com slash bruise. It's never been easier to find your favorite podcast. There you will have all the links to all your favorite streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It is all there. So my name is John, and across from me, as always, Steve, how you doing?
0: I'm very well. How is everybody?
1: My brother, man, the producer, Taylor. How you doing, brother?
0: What's up?
1: And we have special guests today um, from uh, local uh, homebrew guys, fam, artists, and craft brewers. We've got Steve. How you doing, Steve? I'm um, good. Thank you. And um, we have two Steve, so we're going to call you done. Is that right? All right. And then, Sean, how you doing, Sean? I'm doing good, guys. All right. L- let's just go ahead and crack a beer because I-, I usually like to get talking and we always forget. And I'm sitting Steve here gets thirsty, thirsty and I'm like, I need a beer. John, stop talking so we can have some beer. Exactly. So um, we're w- really lucky. These guys brought a shit ton of awesome beers. So we're actually going to start off with a treehouse. This is J-J-J-J- Julius, American IPA, 6.8%.
0: Was that the proper amount of J's? Did uh, I, you hit you hit them all?
1: JJ Julius. No, I, I gave an extra J, I think. oh <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we're gonna Whoops. give it a shot.
0: I was wondered. I never knew what the what's the difference. Uh dry hopping. Lots uh, of, lots of extra dry hopping. hopping. Same with the Sap. Yeah,
1: I've had Sys Sap. I've had um I don't know. I've had a few of them with extra extra letters in them. Yeah, the dry hop on this is just ridiculous. Awesome. Looking forward to it. All right, so um Let's get to know you guys a little bit as we're passing this beer around. I don't know who wants to start, but um who out of you guys like whose idea was it to start brewing?
2: Well, I'd say uh Steve definitely started a couple years ago, tried it out, um you know, stopped for a little bit and then just last January I started doing it. Um and quickly, you know, he caught caught back into it and uh we You know, within a month we were doing it together again. So um yeah, it was uh it's been you know a pleasure ever since. How long have you guys been brewing? Uh you uh, just said that. Yeah. How many months? Like twelve months, okay. Awesome. Something like that, or thirteen, I guess.
1: Very cool. And um the, the name Fam Artisan Craft Brewers. How did you guys come up with Fam? Or, or it looks like there's there's periods between the letters, so it must stand for something.
3: It does. Um, so, as most homebrewers do, uh, you drink while you brew. Yeah, and we Man were doing tour. that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you have to. And uh, we were joking that in order to attract the crowd, you have to attract the hipsters. Right. So we decided let's just name it Flannels and Mustaches nice okay <laughs> um but since we are cousins it works yeah on so many it levels. works nice yeah. i like that family flannels
0: i don't have one flannel anymore i don't, I don't think
3: i do either nor can i grow a real man's mustache <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. i have like a little wispy thing
0: <laughs> I, I, my wife will tell you the last time i shaved my mustache was like 2001 oh yeah yeah, yeah. i look like a complete asshole with no facial hair
1: yeah, I do too. I look too.
0: horrible. Me too.
1: Mine, mine definitely doesn't come in right, and it takes a lot of effort to make it look presentable, for sure. All right, guys, hey. let's put the glasses up. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for Cheers. being here.
0: Thanks for the uh, bringing the uh, yeah. the good beer.
1: Thanks Absolutely. for bringing the beer. Yeah, I haven't I had have,
0: Treehouse in quite some time. Oh, dude, I love to share. Yeah, I
1: appreciate it, man.
0: We're all about sharing.
1: That's good. I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna uh, say something that. I'm not necessarily proud of, but I sat on a tree house, I think it's called in perpetuity, something like that perpetuity perpetuity that's a difficult word for me, so um, I've had it since like early December, and I cracked it last night, and it was not good, yeah I, they don't really hold up that well, but um this tastes a heck of a lot better in comparison
0: <laughs> for sure yeah, this is uh it's definitely pretty good, it's definitely fresh. I get a little bit of hot burn right at the end, but it's still got a really nice taste to it. Is that what that is? At the very, very
4: end, yeah. I, it's like a bitterness. Yeah, I'm gonna get a
1: little bit more of it. But
4: I love like the the smoothness going into it. It's like I think I've heard you say this before, John. Like full spectrum. Is that what yeah, complete package.
1: Yeah, like, you well get, balanced.
4: You, you get like a really nice, like smooth, uh, really light and refreshing flavor at. Uh, on the front side of it and then in the back it just kind of kind of gets that bitterness that burn to it i like it it's good
1: it's a really good beer i'm i think you're absolutely right uh don you were saying that you know it's just extra dry hopped I'm, I'm trying to think of what i remember of a regular julius and you definitely just get that extra punch of hop on there yeah for definitely. sure all right, so let's rate it before we get too far. I'm gonna nice work, end up I'm forgetting. Wow, good work great, by dude. you. I'm I so appreciate impressed, it. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Yes, I appreciate it. We're just gonna keep yes. this thing on the rails, dude. Nobody wow. heard me completely mess up the intro the first time around. We had to <laughs> stop recording and go back. So thanks but, for reminding. The, thanks for reminding everyone. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode from now on will be very tight <laughs> and on the rails. I promise. It's take
0: two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. You guys well, go ahead and start. I'm going to take another sip of this and, uh, and think about it.
0: I'll, I'll I'll crank it out at a four or five. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a ideal New England style does have a little bit of the burn in the back, but it's it's a, it's a good beer. I'm going to go
1: um, I'm going to go four two, five. It's very good. I may I am getting that hot bite, but uh, but it's a solid beer. I really like that.
4: I'll go four. Just because that hop bite is like a little bit it pushes it past the 425 for me.
1: What's the date on this thing? 214. Yeah, so this is very fresh. I wonder if like another week would do it, you know, any good and and, and bring the, um, you know, the hop bite down a little bit. I think I'd go uh, 425.
2: I reserve the four or fives for like something that like really. Opens my eyes yeah
0: right uh, what did you uh, we hung out at the uh, Kennett Brewfest uh this past weekend did you have anything that that cracked into the 4.5 uh arena um
2: not really uh, yeah. there was a lot close to what we just had um yeah there's uh you know there was there was a good lot of good beers there but uh yeah I wouldn't say anything it was really exceptional done what do you uh what do you give this bad
3: boy uh well this batch I'm gonna give it a four two five uh, we had this beer, what, three months ago? And it was significantly better. Wow. So I don't know what happened with this one. But uh, I'm getting the burn, too. And well, I'm a guy who loves to be assaulted by hops. And it's it's a little weird on the back end. By you know? by
4: better, um, do you mean like that burn wasn't there? No. Like the I mean, him
3: and I shared it while we were brewing one day. And both of us were just like awestruck. It was, it was the first time I had had it. And I've had just about every treehouse beer they've made. Yeah. Um, and, and this one is significantly less uh, perfect, so to speak.
1: Very interesting. You
3: guys go up there a lot? How often do you get up to? Uh, to well, I, my sister lives in Connecticut. So anytime I visit her. Um, I or, the, or you visit the brewery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, and see her. I also have a guy. Um, uh, he's a farmer up there. Greg, if you're listening, uh, who sends me anything I want whenever I want it. That's amazing. Along with uh, pork. And chicken products. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, he's a nice. farmer. Nice. He's awesome. So uh, whenever I get, I share with him. So we have a constant tree house. That's
0: See, awesome. John John does a nice job with the smoker. Maybe we can make a, a combination uh, smoking. Uh, yeah. day Kind of thing. Happen. Awesome.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Taylor's a smoke master, too, but that's a different story. Yeah. Well, I guess speaking yeah. of the, uh, the brew uh, fest,
1: we should <laughs> we need um, to hang out. What up? <laughs> Speaking of the, uh, the Brew Fest, I think we should catch up on um, what's been going on the last couple of weeks. I missed the last episode that so you guys did fantastic. Uh, Stevie did a great job with the show. Um, Dave was a fantastic guest, so had, that was
0: really good. I had a good time exploring the world of mead for those that uh, were uninitiated. Very, very cool. Maybe we drove somebody out
2: to go buy some mead.
1: Yeah. Help yeah, my boy maybe. Dave
2: out. I tried it at the, the Brew Fest because of you. Cool nice.
1: Enough. We're influencers, man.
2: What'd you think about it? It's, it's different. Good. I think it's like a sour without the sour ending. Like it tastes like it's mm-hmm. got that front and then it just dies. It's it's a little bland, but it, it wasn't bad. Did you have
4: it was your the one you had carbonated or non? It was carbonated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. cuz he left some here. And yeah. I drank I drank quite a bit of them and I I got to say I like the carbonated ones more than the Yeah. the non. I so had a i still have a bunch though, if you want to try some. Yeah. I had a cider,
1: believe it or not, um, at the brew fest that was awesome. It was um I don't remember whose it was, but it was really good.
0: I had a mead from Charm City that I wasn't into. Yeah, it's I was like a chocolate
1: This one was Fenella. next to Charm City. I can't remember yeah, the name. When
0: you got the cider, I got the that's uh, right. I got the mead.
1: But yes, yeah, shout out Jeff. Um you know, for uh, for getting us involved with the brew fest. Uh, that was really cool. We appreciate it. It was an awesome time. We saw uh, lots of lots of good people. We saw uh, you there, Sean. I um, want to give a shout out to uh, the guys from the We ran into Jim there. Uh, Andy, she's always great. Um, everybody that was there was just fan. It was, was awesome. And it was a really good time. So.
0: It's a cool event, the way they set that up, and it it helps go to the Kennett Historical Society. I yeah, believe. right. And it's a great fundraiser for them. And and the Winterfest was big; like there was a lot of beer and a lot of people there. Absolutely. And, and from what I hear, the summertime version is even bigger. So that's got to be a really
1: huge event. I can't imagine. Also, um, while well, the last couple of weeks or so, I did a work trip out to Minnesota, and I got a message from a guy who used to live in Downingtown john harahan i don't know if you guys know him or you know him taylor
4: i do how do you know john uh high school did he go to school with us school
1: yeah yeah because that's it sounded familiar and then when i saw him online i saw that you guys were friends yeah but um but yeah he's a Downingtown native he moved out to minnesota and he's brewing for surly now which is really cool. And uh, he hit me up. He's like, hey, man, I saw that you're in town. I really wanted to try to swing by Surly and couldn't. But I just want to give a shout out quick to John. Thanks for listening and the support. And I'm hoping I'm going to make a trip back out there again. And hopefully we can get together for some beers and uh, talk about Surly. That'd be sweet. Maybe awesome. Uh, make sure you hit Junkyard. Okay. And Drecker while you're out there. Okay. Awesome.
0: You were out there in like middle of polar vortex, weren't you? Dude,
1: it was bad. It was it snowed like the entire time we were there. When we landed, I wasn't sure we were going to be able to land. Like there was just so much snow, but like literally the one runway that we were on or that we landed on was clear. And then as soon as we pulled off, everything else was snow covered. It was crazy.
4: If you're listening to this release day, John and I will be on our way to Las Vegas. We
1: are going to Las Vegas tomorrow morning. And if you guys don't know, we're just going overnight. Which is kind of a crazy thing. It's crazy, but we're flying to Vegas. We're gonna go to a private concert with Walk the Moon. I don't know if you guys know the band at all. Big fan. I'm a really big fan of theirs. So I had this opportunity to do this like free, or it was a free concert to me. But it's like a small private thing just for uh, for Hilton hotels, you know. So uh, we're gonna fly out there, do the concert. It's like catered, free booze, the whole deal. And uh, we're gonna party it up and then fly back Saturday for our release, right? Yeah, we're going to miss the release. I'm sorry. Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about um let's talk about your beer. You guys won a um a homebrew festival in Downingtown, right? Correct. So what's it called? What was it called? The D Town Brew Down. Awesome. So how do you know about how many other brewers were there?
2: Uh as far as brewers, probably 20-30. There was 50 some
1: beers entered in
2: wow. the contest.
1: Wow. So that wasn't just like best of style. It was best overall.
2: Everything was best of show. Yeah, it was. It's it's the first year the people running it. I mean, they did a great job, but they're not, you know, home brewers. Okay. I think Heromet, uh, you know, he's the guy that runs it. I think he does dabble in it, but yep. they kind of just threw it together. And uh, yeah, it was best of show.
1: So give me the story behind your beer, unavoidable beer parts, or B parts. How did... um. How did you guys come up with the recipe what was the idea and and what made you enter it
3: well the funny thing is we actually planned on entering only our berliner or berliner depending on who you're talking to right um which was his mad scientist invention and then uh we both love honey and beers right i mean i don't know anybody who doesn't and then uh we figured what the hell let's throw a little vanilla at the end kind of mix it up and uh it turned out really good. We didn't even taste it until the Thursday before the contest. Wow. So we decided, let's put it in. And that actually won the people's choice. But the judges picked our our Berliner as the first place gotcha. in the contest. Awesome. How do I get to be a judge in that? Uh, funny story, actually. The, uh, we, we got assigned a mentor through a program called SCORE. Right. Because uh, We signed up for these business classes. And the guy who they assigned us to, we met with last night, and he was a judge at the D-Town Brewdown.
1: Oh, wow. And I don't think he
3: realized that he picked our beer as the first place beer.
1: (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. So you guys um, won won the award, and with it came the opportunity to brew this beer on a large scale with Locust Lane, right? Correct, yeah. So what was that like? What was it like being able to brew – at Locust Lane like give me an idea what the what the brew day was like for
2: you yeah well first off huge shout out to uh Tom Arnold he is the head brewer one of the owners at Locust Lane um just an awesome person so you know we had we didn't really have any expectations going into this um you know we're going to somebody who's professional and we're just a bunch of you know guys making five gallons of beer so you know uh but right off the bat super awesome guy and he. You know, he made it a great experience. So we were really able to uh you know learn a lot and and just trying to expand. I mean, we went from five gallons to four hundred and seventy-five gallons.
1: Yeah. So what what was like the craziest difference from like homebrewing on a five gallon setup to something that big? Uh
2: honestly, it's it's easier. Um you know, everything's automated when you get to that level. So um, you know, I'm sure you paid a ton of money to get to that point, but uh, you know, it was just Everything was so smooth. Um, a lot of the recipe kind of did just multiply, but some of the the adjuncts, like the honey, the vanilla, they uh, there were less. You okay, know, you you didn't want to go crazy with them. Um, so, but yeah, it was it was awesome.
1: Awesome, very cool. Well, let's uh let's take a sip here. We want to uh, get uh get tasting on this thing.
4: So we. We've had this before, right, or no?
1: Yeah, we had we had a version of this. You had you, got,
3: our, you had our second go round of it. Yeah,
1: second go round. Yeah,
3: and this one this one's scaled back a little bit. Like ours, our first two were very, very vanilla. Bear. Yeah, and we deliberately scaled back the vanilla because the name of the beer should showcase the honey as opposed to the sure. Vanilla. So I think Tom was cool about just like putting in a little and then coming in and try it gotcha put in a little more and come in and try it nice so we finally got to the level and and it's a strange beer where as it we're not going to let it warm because we're going to kill these things but as it warms you start getting more of it sure we noticed that yesterday because we were eating pizza yeah as we were canning it and you could really all of a sudden oh wait there's the vanilla it was cool
0: when uh are you adding that vanilla in the process are you is that post-boil is that uh in fermentation fermentation yep I can definitely tell that uh, I almost don't say there's less vanilla, but there's more honey. The The honey is definitely coming more forward than
2: the ones that we had. Actually, the, the funny part is the honey is probably half of like ratio wise of what we used in the five gallon. Oh, wow. I mean, it was still like 120 pounds, I think, or something. Like okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of honey. That is a lot of honey. So, so the name of it is Amorphous, Amorphous squared. Yeah, Amorphous is Locust Lane's. Um, they're they're doing a a canning line uh, this year, like, like once a month, once every other month of New England IPAs. They're traditionally, you know, just basic, you know, old traditional beers. So they this they're kind of expanding into this. So we're the second one uh, of this year, and uh, I guess Amorphous, he said, stands for constantly changing. So. So then they throw our name, you know, the more uh, unavoidable B parts and the squared is because it's a double because normally it's not a double IPA.
0: That's cool. They have your little uh, logo down there. That's awesome. We read the blurb. Let's do it. Uh, A collaboration brew with fam artisan craft brewers, winners of the People's Choice Award
1: 2018 D-Town Brewdown. Awesome. Very cool. I'm really digging this beer. I think that it's a solid New England IPA, and the little hints that I'm getting of that vanilla and honey are just perfectly complementing the beer. I'm really, really impressed with this.
0: I definitely want to uh, pick up some on Saturday. So Saturday is the big release. What time uh, is the release on Saturday?
2: So uh, it opens up at 12. Uh, We're just kind of saying all day. Um, He kind of got a little worried because at first we said like six, and he was like, well, 200 people show up in the last five hours of business. It might be a little chaotic there. So uh, 12 is open. I think it, they're open until 11. So um, we're going to be there pretty much all
1: day hanging out.
0: Awesome. So you guys will be pretty tanked by like 4 o'clock. That is the
3: plan.
1: Awesome. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what's the plan? What, what's your future goals? What, what do you guys hope to do? I mean, I'm sure every home brewer's hoping to uh, you know eventually open a spot, but what are you guys trying to do? What are your goals?
3: Well, we have a lot of goals, and uh, we're we're trying to do it in like a small steps. So I don't know if you ever heard of Troon. No. Out of New Jersey. They're this little brewery in like Pennington, New Jersey, and they open once a week, and they don't give you any notice and they just say hey it's five o'clock we're open we have 525 crowlers uh, come and get them and no on-site consumption they don't have a license for that right and an hour later they're sold out wow so we're kind of hoping that that could be our first step
1: yeah okay um
3: because there there's there's so much licensing and and pennsylvania is not the quickest state in the world to try to get anything done So, we're kind of hoping that could be the first step. And then we'll look for a place and then maybe open, you know, Thursday through
1: Sunday first and see how it goes. Sure. And then go from there. That's really interesting because I'm always fascinated with, you know, I read an article recently that Pennsylvania is like the number one producer of craft beer as far as the, the quantity of breweries and the actual beer coming out of Pennsylvania. So,. I'm always curious, like, what are are these breweries that keep popping up? What are they going to do to be unique and what can they do to have like a different business model to be to make to try to be successful? So um, that's really interesting. I like that approach. Like you think about somebody like we just had Levante on and like their can distribution, like they're the only ones that are going to sell their cans direct to consumers or through Mercury. But uh but they're not putting them on the shelves and they like to give that canned experience um to their people like that. And um so like you know, a format like that is really intriguing and uh and really interesting. I'm really excited to see how that works out.
0: Should we put these guys on the spot and make them rate their own beer? Yeah, I think so. I'll I'll at least I'll definitely rate it. Yeah. I, I um
4: I you said earlier that um you say four fives for special beers. This is definitely a special beer. Um, I would definitely say four or five easily. The honey is delicious. The hint of vanilla is fantastic. If I remember correctly, I don't I don't remember what I rated the last one. I'm almost positive I gave it a four seven five. Yeah. I'm almost
2: positive I did. I don't I think it was like a four or two five. Was maybe? that what it Something was? Something like that. Four. I think I'm pretty sure you said it smelled like feet. It smelled and it does still <laughs> smell like that.
1: Um, the, call him out on his shit. Yo know, because listen,
4: uh for those of you who don't know new listeners, I'm not a beer guy. It but was, it was a butt cheek. It was a butt cheek. Was, it, was, oh, it was a butt cheek. So right. but uh I don't like I don't typically like double IPAs because they're super duper hoppy. And like the these ones like they smell hoppy, but they don't kill you like like other ones do. It's delicious. It tastes delicious. It does smell like a butt cheek. It does. It does. But uh, it's it's so fucking good. Four or five. If only my butt cheeks smelled like that. Right? <laughs> That'd
1: be a good thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go four or five. I actually I like it better than the Julius we just had. Yeah, it's dude, really really yeah. good. Yeah, I okay. do. I do. Yeah. And I'm not just being nice because you guys are here. Yeah. I really believe that.
3: Uh, that like I said, that was not a very good can of Julius. I'm very upset with it. Yeah. But thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what what do you guys think? I mean. Maybe if you don't want to rate the, you can rate the beer. You can not rate the beer, but but tell me what you think about the different versions from the one that won your test batch to this one. How do you think things changed or improved, and what do you like the most? Uh,
3: the only thing that I see that's majorly different. The first one we made had like a nice. It was like thicker. It had a. It had a better mouthfeel. Okay. And there are people who really, really look for that. Sure. Um, now uh, I couldn't be happier with the way this came out. There's zero. Funky finish, um, it's smooth as can be. It's for an eight percent beer. I mean, it's it's very it's, smooth. It's awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're very happy with it.
1: Awesome. Yeah,
2: I, I would say the biggest thing for me is the the hops. I mean, something we've tried to capture for the last year now is is getting that uh, that hop aroma that comes from the hop oils, and um, they're able to turn off the uh, the pressure uh, valve on on the fermenter and just let it sit in there and just carbonate basically while it's fermenting and uh, i think that really just did the trick here um
1: you, nice. know, you really
2: get that that aroma and in the taste without the burn yeah so it's just huge because it was dry hopped yeah it doesn't burn at all like zero zero, zero burn It's a
1: very very yeah. smooth beer I,
2: I like it better today than
3: i did yesterday
0: yeah. that's really? awesome yeah. that's great
3: now it was a little early yesterday too so <laughs> What do you think,
0: Steve? I, I give it a four two five. I I hope everybody that's listening goes out to uh Locust Lane on Saturday, supports these guys, and uh buys
2: a couple four packs. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, we actually uh we we brought you guys in the bottom of this heavy bag. Um we got four packs for all you guys. Oh wow, wow, wow. wow. dude, that's yeah, great. Sweet. That's but incredible. S- but still come buy some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll <laughs> still
0: come buy some. Awesome. Wow. Thank you. I just, just want to see how hammered you guys are by hanging out at the end of the uh, day
2: oh dude that's awesome that's awesome dude very exciting thank you so much guys thank you so much absolutely dude thank you so much for having us on
1: yeah this is a good beer i'm excited i'm really excited for you guys and um so like since you guys have started doing this have um have you guys gotten any more attention or has it kind of opened your eyes up to um you know what what is it Making your plans to open a place, like, on the fast track now?
3: Uh, yeah. No, but, again, not the fast track. Because we really want to do this with just us. Yeah. I don't want to take other people's money and have to listen to their opinions or have to pay them back. Uh, we want to do it ourselves. And we both have families that we have to support. So neither one of us can quit our jobs. Right. Until we know that, that we can make money off of this. So for the time being, we're just going to keep doing it. We're buying a bigger setup uh, system so that we can make more yep um but until we get our license it's just going to be all of our friends and people who just get free beer
0: that's what i keep telling john i can't quit the po- uh, job until we make money at the podcast yeah, yeah right but once yeah. that happens then we're good to go working on it <laughs> working on it
1: yeah i'd feel better about it if i could at least get through an intro without having to start over <laughs> so, <laughs> so would i <laughs> yeah that makes three of us yeah right <laughs> <laughs> awesome. 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 <laughs> That's why it's digital. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But no,
4: I'm I'm really excited for you guys, and I'm really excited that you guys are here. And um, because I, I really, 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 really like this beer, and I'm so hyped that you guys brought us some four packs, because this is, after we get home from Vegas, this is my plan right here. This is what I'm doing. After,
3: after you well, pass out. Yeah. Well, like I said, we can't make money yet, because we don't have our license. Yep. So... Tom was gracious enough to give us a pretty significant amount.
1: That's nice for yeah. free. So, yeah, that's great.
3: Um, we're obviously sharing with folks yeah, now, so that's great.
1: Very cool. I was thinking about you guys earlier. I uh, read an article, um, a great website, breweries in PA. I don't know if you guys, um, if you guys know the website or not.
3: Uh, I met the guy at Tired Hands,
1: who the the breweries in PA guy. Yeah, what's yeah. his name?
3: Uh, dude, I remember? don't remember. But I was sitting there, and. Um, He had his laptop up and I'm like, what
1: are you doing? Right.
3: And then I I was looking at it and he was telling me about it. I was like, oh, well, we're getting ready to start something. He's like, what are you called? And he had heard of us.
1: That's awesome. Which
3: was kind of neat. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's right. He was. He was listening to
1: you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out, guy. Shout <laughs> out you guy are yeah, knows I, you know what's funny?
3: I I brought the I had the card set out to bring with me tonight, but then I used it. Oh, that's I, funny. I used it in my daughter's book as a bookmark. <laughs> well, I got to
1: give them a shout out because I I lean on them heavily for content for our social media. I share their posts a lot and things like that. So he's always pumping out content, and uh, we really like their stuff. But I thought about you guys because there was an article that he put out um, called "Advice for Opening Your Own Brewery." Um, from other people in pennsylvania so there's a couple things i wanted to touch on that i found interesting scott smith from east end brewing said that um his biggest advice that he could give somebody who wants to start one is just make quality liquid whatever follow whatever business model works for you build it big or small and whatever styles of beer that gets you jazzed but know that if your beer isn't what it should be the rest of it won't matter what won't matter much So I really liked that. Uh, Chatty Monks, Rob Rob from Chatty Monks said, always plan 30% more capital. Um, Bill from Victory kind of said, um, the creator needs to have a clear definition of what will fulfill them, who else they wish to satisfy and how they aim to do so. And they need to accept those objectives as a definite goal. So I thought that was kind of neat. And then... um, there's a bunch of them on there, but it was a really neat article, and I kind of liked that first one where it's like, all that matters is the beer. Make a quality beer, and the rest will probably figure itself out.
0: But I, I got to agree with that. I can't imagine if you're putting out bad beer in this market, you're going to last long.
1: No, I think, I think our market now is too educated, and, and there's so much, and we've had so much that you know you got to find a way to, to be different and, and stand out in the, in the crowded space.
3: That's that's we have the luxury of uh, being completely and total nerds about this stuff. I mean, him and I have driven up to New England and back in one day just to get the beer we love. So we know what we like and we know what we want to make. Yeah. So we're not going to give you crap. I refuse to do that.
1: That's awesome. Well, good stuff. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll crack a couple beers and we'll go through some uh, some more beer headlines and just talk. uh, Talk some more craft beer. But uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
4: MBNnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast. I just want to give a quick shout out to all the people listening to all the shows on the MBN Network. February was another record-breaking month for us here. uh, And I can't possibly express how thankful All of us are here to everybody out there that's listening to us. If you're only listening to one show, check out the other ones. Tell your friends about it. We do so many of them. We even got live music, might be tunes. We got another episode of that next week. Novak and Franz, relatable radio, might be sports, might be news. Check them out, Mbnnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your new favorite podcast.
0: Welcome back to Might Be Brews. Check us out on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook,
1: Instagram. I put a lot of work into Instagram. A lot of Instagrams coming at you. Please follow me and like my posts. Do it for the gram. Killing it on the gram. Trying to. It's a lot of work.
0: Listen to all the other podcasts on the network. Some great stuff going on there. Might Be News had a little beef with us. (laughs) I'm here to squash the beef. It's all good. You guys want to talk about beer for an hour. You talk about beer for an hour.
4: Listen, it's okay. I squashed Kev is what I did. There was I squashed Kev.
0: I'm now calling them either Takashi 69 <laughs> or Michael Cohen, because those <laughs> boys were flipping like I've never seen anything flip before. Kev's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's I'm not even swerving. On,
0: he's probably swerving on
4: the road right now, listening I, to the
1: Fuck like, this guy. I feel like I have like I'm one of the only people who probably never given Kevin a hard time. He's gotten a hard time from all of our friends. He's always just like been the, you know, the butt of jokes or whatever you want to call it. And like, I've just never, ever done that to him. And I'm not going to start now. So I'm just not getting involved.
0: And shout out to the might be sports guys. I know they're probably a little disappointed because there was some big sports announcement that
1: happened today my phone started blowing up a little bit ago and i could not believe it big big sports news because in our time space continuum it's thursday evening jason Witten is back in the nfl all
0: right (laughs) (laughs) who gives a fuck oh you know what else i heard i heard some guy signed with the phillies yeah
1: i did like the best
4: outfielder or something
1: that's what Devin McNeil has to say. <laughs> I
4: know. I saw that.
1: He He's not happy about it. No, because I got to say, I love the guy. Shout out Devin. But man, you get salty over Philadelphia sports. Oh, oh, so what's bitter. His,
0: I missed it. What's his? Uh, he got a hot take. I don't no, know. He's, he's, he's just all always, he's all New England. Oh, yeah.
4: Boston. He's a Boston guy. Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, I can't believe the fifth best outfielder got that contract. <laughs> so bitter. So it was a
1: 13 years. 330 million. Yeah. Something like that.
4: Biggest contract ever ever in in America good
1: for him but let's bring this back to beer real quick broken goblet jumped on it immediately <laughs> they were quick and they came out with a beer the Bryce is right what they, they no. released that today that's dope <laughs> as hell <laughs> have you guys seen this yet I'm, I'm passing around hell. the laptop wow <laughs> you know? that's so a, that that's great label. was probably sitting waiting
0: oh, yeah. oh, d- oh for them yeah. to can it as oh, yeah. soon
1: as the, the the trade happened which I don't know man that beer could have gone bad yeah, I'm sure they were just for a deal to
0: happen. They just had that beer
2: sitting. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it matters what the beer is, honestly. No. Yeah, it doesn't. No, no but I no, but I want the can. Not. All
1: right, guys, let's crack another one. You guys hooked us up, man. You you guys brought some heavy hitters. This one is the Veil, which I love. The Veil Hornswoggle, Hornswoggler, Hornswoggler. I think I'm saying that right. This one is uh, vanilla, and I call it Cocoa Nibs. What's what? What do uh, brewers uh, call uh, it, dude? I don't know.
3: We call it <laughs> Cacao because there's like an extra A in it. Cacao. I'll tell you a funny story about this beer, right? Yeah, please so, do. Uh, last weekend, after I bring it all home, I always share with him. So I'm like, what do you want? So he's pulling beers out, and I go to grab one of those for him, and this little gold token goes flying across his basement floor. What? I pick it up, and it's this little plastic token. It says the veil brewing on it, and on the other side is this like ram thing yeah, with the veil thing in it. And he's like, dude, you might want to look that up. So I look it up, and here they put 10 of them secretly under four pack holders and if you found one you get a one of ten golden swaggler glass what yeah
1: like the uh like a willy wonka golden it's, ticket they
3: called it the golden ticket
1: Dude, i think i saw this online
3: Yeah, it was on instagram now look i don't normally drink stouts so i was not looking for that whatsoever i had to look it up and thankfully i have friends in virginia yeah so i actually just boxed it up and i'm mailing it down and awesome. then they're gonna get me my glass and make gotcha it wow that's awesome yeah that's Dude,
0: awesome that's awesome I never win cool. anything like that, ever. Neither does my
1: wife. <laughs> she had a lot to say about that. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, as we're pouring this, I'm going to uh, hit a couple topics here. Did you guys see that USA Today is currently doing, like, a poll for, like, best beer in the country? And um, then again, our buddy at Breweries in PA, they... Um, they had a little list here of everything from PA that's on this nationwide um, poll to try to figure out, like, what's the best brew pub. So under best brew pub, Urban Village and Root Down are, um, are in the running for that. Root Down, I love. I don't know if you guys have been there, but I absolutely love that bar and that space. That's really, really cool. Best new brewery, Cinderlands, Cinderlands in Pittsburgh.
0: I haven't know. heard of that one. We got to make a, a Pittsburgh jaunt. We should. Get out there and see all those different Pittsburgh breweries. I've had a little dancing gnome that I really liked. Hitchhiker was
1: cool. Hitchhiker had,
0: we had at the uh, festival was yeah. good. you had brew gentlemen? No. I've heard of them, but Dude, I've never had
3: anything. Without if, a doubt, the softest IPA I've ever had in my life. Softest. Oh, my God. Dude, it, it's like. It Pillowy. Just, yeah, it's amazing. It's it, it, an
1: interesting Adjective.
3: I'm telling it's it's the weirdest thing. I don't know how else to describe it. The mouthfeel is just amazing. At their, wow. At an eight percent beer, it drank like it was nothing. It was so smooth. I loved it.
1: Huh. Um best brewery tour, Trogues is uh, is in for a running there. Best beer label, Tired Hands. Uh for Heavy Gem Harmonic. I don't know if I've seen that that beer one. Um Best Beer scene, Philadelphia in general which I agree with. But anyway, we, we posted a link on our um, Instagram and Facebook, I believe. So please go um, go vote for, uh, for Root Down for Best Brewery. I think last time I checked, they were in second place. So I know a bunch of our friends have been sharing it. So hopefully you guys can jump on it. The um, I think there's still another couple weeks of, uh, of voting allowed. So if you guys are listening to this, make sure you hop on there and vote and uh, try to get uh, Root Down some more um, – some more love all right guys let's uh let's taste this beer and talk about it i'm excited i've had one of these before but it was like a candy bar one it tasted like a straight candy bar and it was amazing
0: i i you said you're not a big stout guy i I am a big stout guy and this one i really like the chocolateness of this it's really coming through as a willy wonka vibe to the to the label if you didn't notice that,
4: it's got its top hat. Right
1: oh, there. it does. And
4: it's kind of got the same font going on. Yeah,
1: it does. Good. Good
0: call on that. Looking at the is a horn swaggle or something in Willy Wonka. I don't know. Maybe that's there's people out there like it's something. It's a yeah. character. What are you idiots <laughs> thinking.
1: Yeah. How did you guys not get that immediately?
0: No. God, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know every single Willy Wonka character. I, I apologize. Sorry. Gosh.
1: Willy Wonka in the, Char- in the chocolate factory or Charlie in the chocolate factory.
0: Willy Wonka sucks. <laughs>
1: Dude, I um, kidding. I don't really know. I'm not impressed with this beer.
4: Yeah, I don't like it. You don't? It's like super alcohol. Like I don't know. I feel like it, the the aftertaste of it is like really brutal.
1: I'm a stout guy, and I I, I guess I am starting to realize that I've got a, a necessity for mouthfeel in my stout, or I won't like it. There's it's very thin to me. There's a lot of chocolate. It's on a, a lot flavor, of but I'm, I'm not getting. getting that thick, you know, mouthfeel that I usually look for. It's definitely a thinner stout. I love like the
4: front of it, like the taste of it, the smell of it. It's what happens after I
2: swallow it that I don't like. It's a bit dry. Yeah, too, I think at the end. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's not well balanced. I'm kind of getting like thin, and then um, and then it's like kind of boozy and very chocolatey, and then something else. I don't really know, but it's not. It's not working yeah, for me.
3: I'm not getting the booze, but it's definitely dry. It's definitely thin. And uh, again, I'm not the stout guy. But on my trip, I was at a major bottle share, and I got kind of like baptized by fire, and this does not <laughs> hold up to some yeah. of the stuff I had down there.
1: Man, I, I got I, a
3: weird carb to it, too.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what it is at the end that's getting me, but the, I remember the one that I had before that would tasted like a Snickers or something was incredible, and, and I, I couldn't say enough good things about it, and I, I was so excited to see this beer. It's very
4: chocolatey. It is that's very chocolatey. Chocolate. Definitely chocolate. It's definitely got chocolate in it.
1: Shit, man. I, 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 Veil, vale, man, is has always killed it for me, and this one's just, for whatever reason, what falling a little rate, short. What do you rate it? I don't know, man. I don't like it. Do it it's, now. It's like a 2.5. I don't know. Ooh, wow. I like the chocolate. We didn't get the golden ticket. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I give it like a 3.75. Yeah? Yeah.
1: You like it that much? Yeah. It's still beer. Hmm.
0: You got to be really painful for me to go below a 3. I mean... And that's just my own about personal that, like, feeling.
1: I don't want to be like rough or like mean to anybody, but like if I don't like it, I can't give it a three got, something. I mean, you, like
2: you got to be real. I you know? would give it a three.
1: Got to keep it real, man.
2: Yeah, I'd give it a three. <laughs> I'm going three five just because it's not bad, but not that great. I, I echo those sentiments. I'll go
3: three five as well. Um, I do. I'm not a chocolate lover either. I do like the chocolate in it.
4: The chocolate's delicious. Yeah, but I get no vanilla. None. It's, it's what happens afterwards.
3: It's what I happens after? I do like the Willy Wonka hat. Now that I notice that,
1: yeah, the, there's a funky aftertaste, man. I something about it. I don't know. Yeah. Not funny the thing aftertaste is, that is
3: what's bad to me. Yeah. I only bought one four pack, thankfully, and somehow got that magic ticket. <laughs>
1: that's <so laughs> well. That's exciting. <laughs> I hope it's a good glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully,
3: hopefully the glass is a four seven five. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. It's uh, It's got that ram thing there, whatever it is, a horn swaggler. Yeah. In yeah. gold. Huh. And it's a stemless, uh, like a ten ounce glass. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, nice, okay, nice. Very cool. Uh, there's
0: an,
2: a WWE wrestler named Hornswoggle. Oh, were you googling it? He was yeah. a little like, like a midget wrestler. He dressed as um, a as a leprechaun.
1: Oh, what? Oh, I kind of remember that. Man, it's been a while since I've watched that stuff, but
2: oh yeah, he's definitely. I
1: don't think they like yeah. midget. He's he's a, he's little, a little person. person. Little <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I want to give another shout out here quick. Um, Buddy of mine, Justin Brunda, man, I should have been more prepared. I want to show you guys pictures. But um, this dude just um, he he works for Dogfish Head. He's worked for a few breweries in the past, Um, maybe Victory. I don't want to speak out of turn. Sorry if I'm wrong about that. Uh, He went to Stone out on the West Coast and then he came back towards home. He works at Dogfish Head and I'm not sure what he does. I don't think he's a brewer. But um, anyway, he's a hockey guy, too, and him and a guy from Trogues got together and um made hockey teams, and they actually went and played a hockey game at the link on the ice that the Flyers and the Penguins just played on.
3: That's dope. I had a buddy of mine that played on the Trogues team. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, John Blanton. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. It was pretty cool. There was like nobody there, but like his wife yeah. posted all these pictures and they're they were playing on the, the stadium mice that wow. the Myers had just played on.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I got to show you the pictures, dude. You know what was what was sick? Yeah, yeah. The, what was probably one of the mo- more sick things are the jerseys. The uh, the jerseys. Let me find this thing. I'm going to pull them up here. But the um, there's the profile. So for Dogfish Head, their jerseys were kind of like recreated Eagles jerseys. Here, flip through these pictures real quick.
0: Yeah, that would combine a lot of marks for me. Beer, hockey, football—that's they're checking a lot of my boxes on that uh, collab. I'll call it.
1: Yep, it's really really cool. So he he said this was like the second year they've done it. They a few years ago, I know they did like some kind of hockey thing, and I knew he had like gone to Chicago, and um, him and some Dogfish Head guys went out to do some kind of um, what was it like a, a charity type deal. But now two years in a row, they've gotten together with Trogues to do this like this hockey game. But both of their jerseys were sick because like the Trogues ones, I think, kind of look like Flyers jerseys, but they had the big um what is it, nugget nectar on the front, which was really cool. And then these dogfish head ones, There was a picture of his jersey it's in right the up. locker room, and it's got the numbers and his last name like in the text of the Eagles, oh, like yeah. in the Eagles locker. Oh, like cool. it's just crazy. It must have been nuts. But, um, you know, because he's kind of a buddy, I, I hit him up and I just asked him some questions and I wanted to kind of figure out, like, what all went into it. And, um, yeah, he said there's a buddy of his over at Trogue's. Let me look this up here. Uh, duh, 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 duh. I can't find his name now. But anyway, he. Um, this is the second year that they did it. And what happened was they, f- when they found out that the stadium series was going to be at the link, they started calling around and trying to find out um, like if they could get into it. And uh, and they did. Nick Johnson from Trog, shout out to Nick. He was the one that, that he worked with, and the two of them made all this happen. But um, anyway, I just saw the pictures. I thought it was really sweet. And people were allowed to come for free, I believe. They had like 200 people there. So we should keep an eye out for that. I think that would be a fun little trip to... Um, to go out there i think they were they had beers there you know of their own you know trogues and and dogfish had to give to people awesome but yeah i thought that was really sweet um should we crack another beer and keep Are things moving got to, along
0: we gotta drink it or sink it we, we gotta drink hit. it or sink it we're, we're gonna need to rinse
2: yeah
0: that's probably really this what is, is a whole different ball game yeah
1: here. good
2: call
0: here we're, you're definitely going into a different category when we're going to what we got next, while we're while we're rinsing and uh, and, and cleaning out glassware or whatnot. Let's get into you guys a little bit. Tell me a little bit about your
2: craft beer beginnings, your gateways. What got you into the craft beer game? Well, um, ironically enough, the guy sitting next to me. So, you know, Steve is how many years older? Yeah, <laughs> quite a bit older than me.
1: <laughs> um, Went <well, laughs> quite, quite a bit so uh you know
2: um probably you know i was like 18 years old and i know my parents are gonna listen to this and be like what the hell but uh you know um you know i'd he'd go to victory for me and grab me some growlers some cans whatever plus i was i was running with the fu- uh, volunteer fire company in, in downtown at the time so some of the guys there would grab me some victory. And uh, yeah, so that, that was really the beginning for me. Um, I was more into like the multi stuff, like their Fest beer, um, some of their stouts. I really didn't get into IPAs until maybe like four or five years ago. Um, but again, that was him. You know, he, he's pretty much been the trendsetter uh, this whole time. Awesome. So being the elder statesman, <laughs> <laughs> what, what,
0: what were some of your early craft beers? Was it victory? Was it something even further back than that?
3: Nah, it was victory. Uh, we're downtown boys, born and bred, and I could walk there most of my life. So we would go there and you know leave the car and walk home, no big deal. Uh, the old Victory was their food was so amazing too. They had the wood burning oven. Yeah, I remember all, that. Oh, oh, and you could the shoot pool, pool tables. all day long,
0: and and it was smoky as all get out back yeah, there. Yeah, but
3: you could only smoke at the bar. It was pretty cool. <laughs> though. Like I liked going there a lot. The vibe was really cool. Uh you know my grandparents worked at the Pepperidge plant when it was Pepperidge before that. So Nice. It was it was neat. And then from there it was uh I guess it was Victory right up until we discovered, you know, the New England style and then all hell broke loose.
0: Right. We were just talking about uh the old Victory um a little while ago and I was talking about Brandywine Valley Lager and like a couple people couldn't
3: remember that beer.
0: Yeah. It was like
3: one of the originals. Yeah, we were we were all fest in the beginning, fest beer. That was like our jam. Huh. and it it you know it did the job.
1: Yeah, I haven't had that in a really long time. I'd be really curious to circle back on some beers and and kind of see like what they're like nowadays.
0: And I'll I'll go a little inside baseball for everybody here. One of the things I was ta- thinking about in my head about the podcast was I feel like a hole in my game is German beer knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. Doppelbach versus lagers versus Fest versus. I don't have a good base of knowledge in that. And I'd love to have an episode where we get into the German styles and really explore the differences between a lot of those different uh, styles.
1: You think it is there any breweries around that do a lot of German stuff?
0: Well, Victory. Besides Victory? East Branch does a lot of it. I wonder if we can get them on. I should,
1: uh, I should hit Gov up.
0: That'd be a, I think, a great topic to get into. And I think a lot of the listeners would probably like, like to hear about that different stuff.
1: Yeah. This is a beer.
2: <laughs> you, guys, so, you guys weren't watching his reaction. Yeah. And no, I missed it. it. And tasted. <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah, so grab that can. And, and uh, so t- what we've what got said.
2: here is we've
0: got. We've got one of the famous uh, crawlers from the answers. So this is a, a triple three scoops, passion fruit, lemonade, and mango. So there's talk in the uh, beer community of how how much of a beer this truly is, and I don't really know what goes into making them. They don't call it beer.
3: They call it juice. J-O-O-S-E. Juice. 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 And it, it is juice. It and is this juice. This is one of the real. rare ones that packs a punch. It makes it worth drinking. That's a 9% beer. Yeah, most of them are like pretty three, light. Three to five. Three literally. to five. Yeah, I
1: think we had one that was three something. All right. Well, I'm going to try it. I'm I'm interested.
0: I've I've had a couple different ones. The ones that I don't like all had coconut in them, which I've said before. I'm very sensitive to. Holy cow! A couple of them I really felt like suntan lotion, but the ones that I've had that didn't have coconut in it, I've I've definitely enjoyed. This is delicious. This is crazy good. It's (laughs) it's a drink it. Obviously, (laughs) I haven't tried it yet, but the smell of it—it's straight breakfast juice.
4: Oh,
1: it really is, dude. Yeah,
4: no doubt. I could have cereal and then have this afterwards
1: i just imagine like for some reason i just slamming. put myself at shady maple and they have the button for like orange juice and apple <laughs> juice and then there's like something else and you could just like push the button and fill your cup with whatever kind of crazy concoction comes out of it i would be hype i'll right?
4: be in jamaica in a few weeks and i wish that i would be drinking this the entire
3: time that's this is delicious dude. if you drank that one the entire time mm, yeah you'd have a good time <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah.
2: This this,
3: this Jamaica's got some other stuff you can get used to. Right, 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 right.
2: <laughs> mm. So Taylor, is this your first sour? No. No.
4: This is by far the best sour I've ever had, though. Uh, hands down. This is the best sour. This is one of the best beers I've ever had.
1: It's amazing. It's just like
4: I would drink this all the time.
1: I would drink <laughs> this all the time. Yeah.
4: I mean, I would have to definitely filter something else into it. Obviously, I wouldn't only drink this all the
0: time, but I would drink this all the time. And it's almost. Thank you even for bringing this. Thank though, you for bringing. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> even though it's nine percent, it doesn't taste no, strong. It doesn't. It's no. almost it like at all.
3: you could put a little shot of rum in this and really have yourself a beverage. Oh. Yeah. When, we, when I was down there, uh, what was it? Vale, and they released an 11 percent. It was a triple raspberry sour called Tefnut, and I probably should have brought it, but it was, it was hidden in the drawer. I just now realized I haven't. Uh, um, it is like the deepest red you've ever triple seen. Triple raspberry? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. It's it's tart. And then it, <coughs> like that's the one I told you about. It wrecked my palate. Yeah. But damn it, it
1: packed a punch. I delicious. bet. I bet. This is awesome. I. It's weird because it's like it doesn't taste like beer. And I'm trying to apply like beer judgment to it. <laughs> and if, if I were to do that, I'm going to say that it's very it's got a great mouthfeel. It's, it's well-balanced as far as like I'm getting a full ride of flavor throughout the sip of the beer. I'm getting the tart from it being a sour. I'm getting juiciness. I'm, I'm getting a lot of good flavor throughout the entire experience. I really, really like it. I'm going to go uh, – or no, let's just drink it or sink it. So You can rate it if you want. I mean, if I were to rate it, I'd probably go four or five.
0: I, I, I just put it in untapped, and I'm going four or five. This is definitely nice. one of the better of the – the three scoops uh, series that I've had. What's what's the other one they have? The other sour fruit series?
3: They have, uh, they have three scoops. and They have popsicles. Popsicles. Yeah. yeah. But then they've been doing these other like, they call them puffsicles. I haven't seen which more. are, they're like the, the in between. The popsicles are the low ABV ones. Like uh, I, run, I had a Tyrion Lannister one when we were down there. Oh yeah? Yeah, it was 3%.
1: <laughs> and then they made a
3: uh, raspberry black currant puffsicle. Which was like in that six percent range, that, huh. was, that was crazy good too.
0: But out of all the ones I've had, this is this is definitely my favorite. Me too.
2: It hits my four or five. That that
1: yeah. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I think the the ABV probably helps take it to that extra level. That I think it's it's more of a a full bodied beer over um the light ones. If you poured that
0: for Jackie in the morning, dude, and get said, Hey, I got some this. juice. I'm gonna let her try it. Yeah. Time.
1: I'd love to hear what she has to say.
4: I go 475 on this. Bam. Uh, This is
1: wonderful. (laughs)
4: Wonderful. It's wonderful. Absolutely
1: incredible. Uh, Dinner? Is dinner better?
4: Dinner is better. (laughs) I gave gave dinner a five, didn't I? Yeah, I think you did. You definitely gave dinner a five. It's weird to
1: rate it like that because they're completely different. Yeah, Yeah, they are completely different.
4: But, I mean, as far as just
0: taste, smell, everything, everything about this beer is fantastic does this style something you guys would be interested in brewing i know you've done
2: talked about some sours so uh spoiler alert um (laughs) we have pretty much uh, not exactly this beer but it's in the fermenter right now um we made a a sour it's probably gonna be around six percent um and it's sitting on tangerines pineapples and mango right now wow um it's it's got a nice sour to it um i think it's gonna be good awesome
1: was that what you guys were trying to do? Was replicate something like this?
2: Well, not that exactly. Um, but I mean that that style. We definitely are trying to go for the the little bit of a thicker. You know, it's kind of you know you look at it, it's got the juice kind of like the New England IPA. Yep. Look, but with the sour and um, just a ton of fruit. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I am hoping it's good.
0: And I like this because to me, it's more tart than sour. Yep. It's there, but it's not really killing me in yeah. the back of the jaw. Right. Good call.
3: Yeah, ours were uh, we added more like grains to it as well we're okay for the body we also ours will have a little head on it okay so it'll be it'll be carbonated as opposed to this just being delicious breakfast juice yeah right yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight up this nice. is juice
1: um like speaking of stuff that's like not beer i saw and we were talking about this recently that craft seltzers are really starting to take off in that space how do you guys feel about that
2: uh, I haven't had one, but there's a section at Wegmans now, and that kind of upsets me. Yeah. As yeah. it should.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's getting more and more popular. And I saw that Harpoon in uh, in Massachusetts is uh, teaming up with Polar that makes like, you know, like uh, seltzer waters and mm-hmm. stuff like that to do spiked seltzers. And um, they're getting more and more popular. And uh, they're saying that, that that space is actually improving because they're finding that millennials or younger people that are becoming into like drinking age are looking for more like health conscious choices when drinking when when drinking alcohol. So it's kind of interesting that that's taking that that's coming up and that breweries are jumping on board to team up and get into that space.
0: I want to see that actually happen. I don't either. Which breweries are going to to get in there around here locally. I think we
1: talked about it on the last episode, but there was a couple local ones that were actually teaming up with other companies to do a seltzer line.
3: Well, I'll tell you, at Locust Lane, they have an employee there who they allow brew tea. Yeah. Fermented tea. And Hmm. it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, but I tried it the other day. It had a 12% fermented green tea that was conditioned on blackberries. Wow. And it didn't taste like alcohol. It was kind of frightening.
1: Was it good? Did you it, like
3: it? It was. Now, I'm not a tea drinker, so like I could taste green tea, and it was a little weird, and there's no carbonation at all. Okay. But I mean, like, if you could drink that at 12% to get the job done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
3: But my wife likes those spike ciders on the beach. Yeah. And that's the only time I let her drink them. And then I just make fun of her constantly. I can see her opening one in like the uh, living room and just
0: smacking it. No, she she won't buy them at home. It's
3: only I mean, we the second we touch the sand is when she wants one. She won't drink them at home. She steals my beer. Awesome, very cool.
4: Thank you guys so much for bringing all this stuff, man. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to drink more of this unavoidable b parts. Yeah, it was
1: a real, real treat to have you guys just bring so much awesome stuff, and uh, we really didn't even have to bring any beers. But man, I'm I'm so excited for you guys! Congratulations on everything that, yeah. that you guys have done and accomplished so far, and um, I'm really excited for the uh, for your release. Unfortunately, we won't be able to make it, but um, this Saturday, Locust Lane,
0: Malvern, PA, Malvern,
1: PA, noon. You said it starts, so uh, make sure everybody that's listening go out there, get yourself a four pack or a couple four packs of this unavoidable b parts uh thank you guys so much for joining us we really appreciate it and uh and giving us like a little bit of your story and uh and sharing all this stuff with us
2: yeah thanks for having us man this is awesome like you know we're all growing at the same time so yeah it's just a cool thing you know the the good vibes and um yeah everybody come out on saturday i know it's gonna be like a day notice for some people but if you're close to malvern come out get some beer um everything they make's awesome and uh yeah
1: do it do it
3: Thanks guys. And if, uh, if you ever want anything else to share, just give me a holler. You got my number. Yeah, absolutely. I'll donate to the podcast. We love your show. So <laughs> awesome, I appreciate it. I, I thank have you, a thank st- you. stupid amount of beer in my refrigerator. I'll happy to share it. Dude, We will
1: take you up on that for <laughs> yeah. sure.
3: We'll have to have you guys back on too.
1: Yeah. Spe- yeah we'd love Anytime.
3: To. This was awesome. awesome. Spe- speaking of beers to share,
0: uh, keep an eye out on our Facebook and our Twitter and our Instagram. Uh, I know I've talked about it before. My buddy Adam and his battle uh, with leukemia we're going to be having another fundraiser for him in early April. I'd like to put together a little beer basket, maybe two, maybe three. Uh, I'd love some listener support. Bring a beer. Uh, I'll add it to the basket. We'll be doing some raffle baskets at the uh, next fundraiser and uh, keep an
1: eye out on the social media for that. Yeah, absolutely. Adam, stay strong, brother. If you're listening, and uh guys everybody that's listening thank you so much for taking the time to join us um can't tell you how much we appreciate you letting us talk at you um i guess until next time we will uh we'll talk to you later thanks so much